is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, happy Thanksgiving. I'm Bran. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. It's Panda. And I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan. I wish you the happiest of Thanksgiving. And if you like this movie, I'm really sorry. I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Paul Campbell, and I am Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> and this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. God, wait! Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Man. Yes. You know what? It's a different kind of Thanksgiving this year. Oh boy, is it? Trying to, to to not just stay out of big groups. And Paul texted <laughs> us and he said, "What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving?" And we said, "We're, we're recording an episode." And he was like, "Awesome! I'm Canadian. We have like Boxing Day or something. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Well, I'll just come along and hang out with you guys." So, so thanks for spending Thanksgiving with us, Paul. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is it Thanksgiving? It is. Thanksgiving. We, we did ours like a month ago. We got it out of the way. We don't like to bunch our holidays up too tightly. You know what That's I mean? right. Yeah. yeah no, I, you you know what? I am with him on that. Yeah. I feel like everyone gets mad at me because I love Christmas and I've been listening to Christmas music since Halloween. Well, before then, let's be honest. But like, and you're like, do you don't like that? I love Thanksgiving. But if it was like a little bit earlier, I feel like I wouldn't yeah. get this cred. You, know? you, you would yeah. do better. You would do better on Thanksgiving. Like yeah. you would give it. I look, I. I do the do. I do yeah. the do. Do you do the do? I do the do. I do. Um, and my goodness, Paul, you're spending your... This is a premiere day for you. That's I, right. It, it, your movie's coming out tonight, and you are spending it with us, which means so much. Um, what? How does it feel? Ta- talk us through, on premiere day, do you wake up, you get some butterflies in your belly? Like, What's it like for you knowing that your creation is about to go out of its cage, I've been losing my mind, uh, and, and see the world? How do you feel? Uh, I just woke up and cracked a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a little bit nerve wracking, but I also know that it's a great movie. So it's not, you know, here's here's what I'll say. I w- was not involved in the editing process, and I know that our movie, when it was all cut together, what, just what we shot from the script was thirty minutes too long. Good. 30 minutes. So they had to cut 30 minutes out of that movie. Uh, I don't know what 30 minutes they cut. I don't know how that works in terms of uh, fluid storytelling. I don't know if they cut jokes. I don't know if I'm even in the movie anymore. Personally, <laughs> uh, If I were them, I would be the first thing they would cut. So I'm excited to see what story they pulled out of the script, but, uh, I'm excited for people to see it. I think it's funny. And I, and the, the preview, even just in the, the little preview that I saw, I was like, oh, they kept some of the jokes. Yeah. There's jokes in there. It's <laughs> no, be good. I've seen, you know, I saw the, the preview they played during the preview show. And then I've seen some of the commercials and it looks funny. It looks yeah. fast. It looks yeah. funny. I'm excited about it because it's you, got this wacky yeah. whimsy that I'm really excited. Have you been scarred enough times, Paul, with jokes that you thought just landed while you're making Hallmark movies that they just, it never made the light of day to, to like, yeah. until you see it, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> hundred percent. I'm not, I don't get attached to anything now because in truth with Hallmark, particularly the jokes are the first thing they cut when they're editing because they're, the jokes are not necessarily the story, right? They're trying to find the heart of the story. The jokes always go first. So, uh, I stopped, uh, like many, many, many movies ago. I stopped turning to my friends and go, Oh wait, watch, this is gonna be really funny, really funny. And then I'm like, <laughs> Oh, it just cut. There was an act out. They just cut away and nothing. <laughs> it's happened so many times. Yeah. But, uh, there's like, there's probably half a dozen jokes 
in the movie that I really hope they kept because there's there's half a dozen that really made me laugh and there's a couple even in the preview that I thought the uh, the line about uh, I said nice casual not bingo night at the right. legion it was one of my favorite lines in the movie and Love they it. kept it so yeah now you said um, uh, you tried out a southern accent for this movie which I'm really excited <laughs> about is that accurate I did yeah I tried to do a little southern accent for the movie. <laughs> And they were like, hey, you sound like a big fat dummy. Stop doing that. <laughs> uh, sound like a real Dan. He sound like, a, like real a real Dan, Dan Thompson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got to know, you. You. Uh, this was your, your baby, you and Kimberly's, and you wrote it, I believe. What was it like? Uh, was this the first movie you've written from, from start to finish and kind of what was the process like, uh, for you? Did you, did you find it to be come to you easily or did it take some time to really get into the groove of writing? Cause I imagine it's totally different than reading the words on the screen. Uh, I, this is the first movie that I've written, uh, not to completion to the first movie I've ever written. Mm. I have written a couple, uh, comedy pilots some half hour stuff, but I've never written a feature. And to be honest, the writing itself is not, I found it, it comes really easily to huh. me. The process though, in writing for Hallmark, because they, it's very, very specific. The, the sort of the story trajectories, the components of the story that they really like to see. I think if you, you guys have watched every Hallmark movie ever made. So, you know, that there are consistent uh, story points that you hit and there's a consistent tone generally. So really trying to find all of those pieces to accommodate what Hallmark is doing was the difficult part. There was, uh, we wrote three completely different iterations of this movie before we landed on the final one. There was wow. three totally different scripts um, from start to finish over the course of two years. So that wow. part of the process was tough, but also because it was my first script, I, ex we, you know, it, we expected this incredibly steep learning curve. And I think in doing the next one, it would be a lot easier. There yeah. was, uh, mm -hmm. I, I realize now because we wrote a spec, we wrote the script without right. selling them the story. Right. And they were like, yeah, we love the script. Here's what we're going to do to change it. And it was a brand <laughs> new script. Yeah. <laughs> we love the script. Let's burn it and start from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Fantastic. I'm excited to see it. Um, and uh, the first movie of yours that we saw when we started this podcast in 2018 um, was A God Wink Christmas. Mm -hmm, sure was. The, the first of now three God right. Wink movies. Um, this time they're playing for keeps. They're playing for keeps. God Wink 3. I That's thought right. it was even winkier. Even, even winkier. winkier. That was two. Yeah. It was oh, even winkier. Even winkier? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, wink, God Wink for life is the fourth one. <laughs> Come on, guys. Is it, is it L Y F E? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's just. It's two, just too easy. Two God, two wink. It's so when I... There's <laughs> a second God, a parallel universe. They're both winking. We don't know where it's coming it's from. A wink off. <laughs> it's a wink off. It's just winking. Oh, no. Um, no spoilers, please. No spoilers. <laughs> um, when I saw that this movie, our episode for it, was going to drop on the, the date that your movie was coming out, it just seemed too 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 perfect yeah. to not have you join us. So thank you for joining us. And that's exactly, <laughs> wait, was that a, was that a God wink? Was. There it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're going to be talking about God wink Christmas, second chance, first love. It originally aired on November 22nd, 2020. 2020. <laughs> a little something like this. Um, Margie, Margie, 
Margie. Margie. And I saw it. And I was like, is that right? Margie uh, is, you know, she's a big time business girl. She's vice president of marketing of this big company. And um, she's having to work with um, with this guy named Scott. Scott's in town. And they have a thing going on, I think. We'll find out soon, I hope. Pat um, and his two kids moved to Idaho from Hawaii. Uh, and his kids are pumped about that move um so yes scott and margie are a thing um they're going to be working together side by margie uh margie are a thing they're going to be working side by side hr is pumped about this they're like yolo um so pat goes to go pick up some christmas toothbrushes as you do um and bumps into margie uh they dated in high school uh she they, they they loved each other they said it and he found a charm of her in his car right now and gives it to her says hey I found your charm in this car um, and they exchange numbers and they go on their way Godwig baby um, but they can't stop thinking about each other luckily the bump into each other again um, at the Christmas market and he wastes no time inviting himself over to her house but when he finds out that uh, she has a boyfriend of six months he's like I'm gonna go ahead and leave now but not before a lingering hug God wank. Um, her boyfriend, Scott, is up for a promotion in Indianapolis, and they're not sure if long distance is worth continuing to do or not. They're going to talk about it at dinner. Um, Pat and his kids go uh, get a Christmas tree, and guess who he hits with his Christmas tree? Margie, it's God wank. Um, she goes over to decorate with the family. They have a snowball fight, um, and she even um, tracked down their missing ornaments that were missing on on a truck somewhere. She got him though. Don't worry. Um, God wing. Um, but then she suddenly is like, listen, I don't, we shouldn't do this anymore. We shouldn't keep hanging out. This just isn't right. So, um, Pat is out for coffee, bumps into a guy, God wink. And, um, he might be able to get a job in Seattle doing more outdoorsy stuff, which is what he was doing in Hawaii. But he's not sure how he feels about uprooting his kids once again, now that they're here in uh, Idaho. So they're out shopping. They bump into Margie again. God wings, take it down a his ex-wife shows up and uh, for Christmas, and she's like, hey, I met somebody. I'm going to introduce the kids. And so that's like really closing that chapter, I guess. Um, he then goes with Margie on a hike, and they talk about you know each other, and they almost kiss, but they get interrupted by literally nothing. nothing. Um, good guy Scott <laughs> is getting groomed to take her job, apparently. No one saw it coming. Not even Scott. And... Um, um, he's like, listen, I'm going to go look for another job. I don't want to take your job. And she's like, I'm going to go break up with you right now. That's the conversation we're having. Sorry, Scott. Um, he decides that he's going to take that job in Seattle. He tells Margie and she gets real sad. But good news, she gets a promotion and it's in headquarters in Seattle. They kiss. And that, my friends, was God, God Wink Christmas, Christmas Second Chance, Chance First Love. We did it. We sure did. Yes. Oh, it feels good. Mm. Man, I love those Godwinks chimes. Um, we are going to take a quick break. We're going to dive into this movie with the hot takes, all the feels. You know the ones. Maybe some razzle-dazzle. We'll razzle see. Razzle-dazzle. Um, but we'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark.
Oh, that was good. Man. That was a good Thanksgiving break. Stuff. You know, you just yeah, need a breather need a sometimes. Break eat some pie, do whatever yeah. you want to. I spent the entire break. Unbuckle the pants. You know, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Out on the couch. And yeah, Paul's sure. not even celebrating Thanksgiving. He just does that. <laughs> yeah. He just sits down on the I'm couch. I'm not even wearing pants. I, <laughs> I was in the middle of my synopsis and I look over and I'm just getting a show. And I'm like, boy, this is happening. God, what? Lots to give thanks for, isn't there? Yeah, lots to give thanks for. That's right. Oh boy. Friendlytv.com slash DTH. That's Watch right. this. Um, we have four segments on the show to break down the movie. We always start with the hot take. And the reason being is it's the cornerstone. We, we share how we feel about the movie and then build off of that. And no one is a better builder and a, a better you know, a groundbreaker. You mm -hmm. break ground with I, your I hot do. takes. I try to. Then my good friend Panda. Panda, tell us. Well, <laughs> nailed it. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Man, guys, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bring the mood down. This isn't my favorite one of the year. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think it's going to be in my uh, top 35 uh, <laughs> or so. It, it's going to find itself maybe in the bottom quadrant, maybe bottom. Uh, it doesn't do it for me for a variety of reasons. First of all, the plot is um, not particularly interesting. Uh I think Brooke does an admirable job uh, in this as much as you can with the material. Uh, the God wink is a little overdone uh, in this. And by a little, I mean a lot. And God may just have something in his eye is what you're saying. Yeah, he, he got a speck in his <laughs> Check eye. Check the just speck in your eye. <laughs> what is it that God something says? Something about a plank. Or I don't remember. Like, I, you know, I always, I always feel bad whenever I don't like one of these because people clearly, they spent time, they spent energy into this. And, and unfortunately, I feel like it was misguided energy uh, directed in maybe the wrong direction in this. I'm going to do a pass on this one. Pass. It's a pass. It's a Godwin yeah. pass. Uh, Paul, what do you think of Godwin? Looking three? forward to this. Well, listen, here's the thing. These particular stories are tough to judge as stories because they are based on true events. Sure. So, you know, all of these Godwings, these coincidences and these circumstances, things that brought them together, I'd like to believe that the majority of these, at the very least, happened for real. So I can't say, oh, wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> How convenient. I mean, that's the whole point of this. Right. It was a crazy coincidence. I think at its core, it's a really sweet story. I think that maybe from a, from a filmmaking perspective, it was the stakes weren't particularly high. It felt just like a very sweet reuniting of these two. Uh, I don't know that the script was terribly strong. I think the performances I liked, but both Brooke and Sam, I think they're both really great actors and they delivered grounded, sweet performances, but I don't know that it was a terribly dynamic exciting story i think it was just very sweet so uh on the whole i'd say it was nice it was a nice movie and nice. paul nailed it i want to pick you i want to yeah, pick you biggie back off that because this is what i will say this movie was just like a standard generic hallmark movie but with a god stamp on it like yeah. there was nothing yeah. miraculous. No. I think this is what you're saying, Paul, about like there weren't like these crazy, like these are the things that happen in these movies every week and every day this week during Thanksgiving week. You know, the person coming back and they just happen to bump into each other. And sometimes yeah. they hit each other with a tree. Like those are the things that happen. And so I think I would have, 
you know, if you're going to be like, God, man, God is really up to something here. What's he up to? Like, make it even crazier, I think. It just felt like it. it, it and again, this is someone's real story. So I, who am yeah. I? But I don't know how they sold this story because it's just like another one of these stories that we see in Hallmark. And so I think it, it was just like, yeah, God's winking. But God winks. If that's a God wink, God winks in every single one of these movies. We're just happening to stamp God on this one. And so for that, it was just, you know, these aren't this isn't my favorite movie uh series um that hallmark has um for you know different reasons and so it's it's also a pass for me um just because listen god god's up to something make it bigger god come on step up your game <laughs> step up your what? game your are, you, are you telling god to, what to, to do? step up his game uh, uh, he's out he's like dude yeah. I'm, I'm hey god done. uh god take a seat i i've seen your work i've seen what you're up to you're not crushing it. Yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul. I'm sorry, everyone involved. Uh, the Godwink movies are the epitome of everything wrong with Hallmark movies and cinema in general. Uh, they, they are equal opportunity offenders of atheists and God believers. Somehow, um, they're movies that don't hold up under any scrutiny at all. And somehow each one gets worse from the previous one. This movie has nothing particularly God wink about it. Aside from these people keep running into each other, which is commonplace in literally every Hallmark movie ever made. There is no reason to call this movie a God wink movie aside from the fact that I guess it needed to be, but for the enterprise to continue each and every year, it's really, really bad. It is it not being dynamic is the nicest way you could have put this. Uh, it's a dumpster fire. It's my least favorite of the year, and it's wow. not really yeah. even close. It's one of my least favorite movies that I've ever seen of any kind. <laughs> wow! And, and I, I I'm, that's a statement. It, it is wow. one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen on any screen in any. I I booed during you the movie. Boo. Yes, I will say at least Paul's like had a broken carousel yeah, element to it. There's a broken it carousel, and then the next one has there's multiple sclerosis involved. But Brooke is, is just losing jewelry. She's like just God's just like hey hey, she just can't keep deal. earrings in her ear. Like that's the God wink in this movie. What in the world happened? Yeah. Let me say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to defend it in this sense because if you if you looked at this story, if if a friend was like, hey, I got to tell you this crazy story. I ran into this woman 14 times in the same day. <laughs> and then and then just as I was moving, decided that we couldn't be together because I was going to move to Seattle, she got a promotion and she's moving to Seattle. You'd be like, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, this right. is impossible. Sure. From a fictional perspective, of course, Hallmark uses a lot of those, you know, chance meetings and but they're fiction. But for for a story where that really happened. It is pretty extraordinary if two people are brought together that consistently. So it sort of pales when compared to standard fiction, but this is nonfiction. So you well, have it's to look at it. Inspired by a true story, I, I I I get the feeling they took a good deal of license with this, right? Well, we don't know how much. Yeah, we don't. Your, know. Yours, no. yours was your Godwink was based off a true story, correct? Yeah, they all are, right? Uh, it was, and I don't know how much license they took with storytelling. I feel like they tried to stay fairly true to the original events. Otherwise, I mean, that's the whole, the reason it's a Godwink, the reason that it, that it qualifies as a Godwink is because the circumstances are so extraordinary purely from a, uh, from a nonfiction 
standpoint, those circumstances are extraordinary. They just don't play as incredibly dynamic in a fictional setting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, why yeah, it's yeah. easy sure. to judge yeah, yeah, and go, yeah, yeah. oh, it's kind of boring. But if you're like, it's actually kind of incredible if yeah. you think about it. It's just surrounded by movies where that happens every, That's every right. movie. Yeah, and yeah. So if it kind of loses its winkiness, you know? In 40, you know, basically out of 60 days of the holiday season, 40 movies come out where this happens for fiction. And one of them is non It just kind of, it, 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 it kind of dilutes into nothing. And here's the thing is if the movie is good, like, in your movie, in your in your movie, what like the first Godwink? I'm not saying that I'm championing that movie, but the lead performances with you and Kimberly, there's a this weird carousel that keeps breaking down. That you're flying out to Martha's Vineyard. There seems to be a lot that has to happen uh, in conjunction with each other. Whereas in this movie, it's just high school sweethearts that keep meeting. It doesn't like feel like it had the same level of you know, I can't believe this really happened to it that, that, that the other two did. And the other two, I'm not a fan of either, but because <laughs> you prick. Uh, it's not for all the feels part of the show. We talk about what this movie gave us those feels Panda. Uh, you know, I think that the grandma, when she welcomes the, the two boys in for the first time, she does, she does an admirable job. It's just trying to make them feel like they're at home. Uh, that it was always like my grandma and I always live far apart. So I didn't get a chance to see her. Uh, sometimes it'd go years without seeing her. So whenever I, did come uh there was that anticipation of hey gang to see your grandma but then also uh she would always just have like treats for me and 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 try to make me feel as comfortable as possible hey, that was a sweet feel for me in this movie sweet feels sweet feels i love sweet feels uh paul any feels for you yeah i really liked the uh first of all huge props to um the character of pat sam page's character because <laughs> he, he has just moved his family from Hawaii <laughs> to Boise, Idaho in the dead of winter. And he's not drunk from morning to night, <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is what any other sane human would do. You wake up, you'd be like, uh, boys, get yourself some Cheerios. Daddy's having a beer because he, he is fighting to be the best dad he can for those boys despite what is arguably the worst possible move you could make. And I really felt like, him just sort of trying to do the right thing for those boys, what was best for him and his family, but ultimately trying to protect those boys and make sure they feel welcome and they make, make sure they feel at home as a father of a young son. Mm -hmm. uh, that really connected with me that he was like, he's just a good guy trying to do the right thing. No doubt. Um, I love, yeah, to, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with Panda here. The, the grandma, uh, I loved her. And I just got to say this. There was a lot of things that she did and said that gave me feels. The thing that blew me the way the most, and I, I'm not a big fashion boy, but when I see someone pulling something off, I just like to say pulling that off. And towards the end of this movie, she gets out and she's wearing a hat. And she's pulling that hat off. And if you are listening to this, grandma, uh, pulling it off. Continue to do that. You are rocking that hat. Gave me feels. Gave me hat feels. Dan? Uh, yeah, she no. went. She, I, I want to say this. She went full Canadian Mountie. Yeah, in that she did. Moment. She really she had did. The red top. She had the brown hat. I was like, "That's a Royal Canadian Mountain Police Grandma." And I was here for it. Yeah, <laughs> and she was pulling I it off. I saw Royal Canadian Mountain Police Grandma live. <laughs> oh boy, so good. Yes. Great show. Great show. <laughs> they did. They did yeah. four encores. It's underground. You have to get the invite through Chipmunk. Yeah, I don't even know how that works. Uh, but once you're there, it is. It's your <laughs> understanding of we Canadian saw, culture is... Yeah, we saw Paul there. We couldn't even speak. It oh. was a rule. Like yeah. we couldn't do it, but it was a great yeah. show. You're right. No eye contact even. No, it nothing, was intense. Nothing. That's right. <laughs>
Um, but everyone was on their phone. It was a very it was, it was, it was a weird show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chipmunk only rings once. Uh, uh, that, uh, yeah, I didn't really have any feels. I did love the grandma in this movie and her not feeling like someone who like have tr she has traditions, but not old and necessarily set in her ways. Like, mm. yes, I'm willing to just jump and move back to Seattle because that's where my family's going to be. Like, I found that to be very a uh, very endearing character in this in this movie. Um, but I didn't have any particular like one. Scene where I was like, yeah, that really works for me. No. But she was pulling that hat off. She was completely pulling the yeah, hat off. I think we can all agree. I, I would not have noticed, but you brought attention yeah, I, to it while we were watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah, look she at that. She is you pulling look at that, that yeah. off. Hey, let's take one more break. We'll get into those wait what's, if you guys don't mind. We'll oh, back I, into yeah, that break. Absolutely. We'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back. It's time for a wait. What the part of the show we talk about? What this movie is go wait. What panda? Uh, so the dad goes to the general store, and it's not a big general store. I think you see it from across the street. It's pretty small, and he picks up toothbrushes. And one of the toothbrushes he picks up just plays jingle bells. Yeah, I'm not an expert in what they carry. Typically, general stores pretty small selection of the bare essentials. I mean, we're in here. Boise, Idaho. It's, it's Boise. It's man. the biggest city in Idaho. I did some research on Idaho, and I'm serious. I did. Yeah, I can don't you doubt name it. me another city in Idaho? Um, no, that's can, Iowa. Can you uh, name me another city in Idaho, Paul? It's a trick question. There is no yeah, other city. Right. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't name another city in Idaho, and I felt bad about that. I, Boise is the only city in Idaho with over 100,000 people in it. Huh. The only one. Okay. True story. So I'm saying it's big it, for it's Idaho. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it's possible. Okay, yeah. I'll let slide then. Uh, I was a little concerned about the toothbrush that just plays Jingle Bells. <laughs> I wasn't sure what's going on with that. Um, the, the two boys go into the store to go buy their grandma a gift, mm -hmm. and I get that there's going to be product placement in these movies, but there is probably to me, oh in my, my mind, one of the most egregious product placements of all time of the Hallmark greeting card. It's the signature Hallmark signature, signature greeting, greeting card. card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She picks it up <laughs> and it cuts to the card. She opens it. It's dead silent, by the way. Yeah, yeah. There's no music playing. Nothing. Closes the card, flips it, it over. <laughs> That's a real scene. In so a real you can say, see signature, signature on the back of it. Paul, Come if you're on. asked to do that in a movie, what are you saying? Uh, I, I have done it in a movie. That one, that one stood out for me yeah. too. I was like, oh, oh no, oh no! <laughs> it kept going. Uh, that I uh, that one. <laughs> there are <laughs> there are more graceful ways to handle those. Um, I find that uh, I probably do them in every other movie in, uh, in holiday hearts. We were featuring this, this Christmas tree where the lights go on and off. Mm -hmm. And it was essentially, we had a little ad for the, the tree and how mm -hmm. it works. But I remember that we looked yeah, up the tree was, afterwards. We looked it up. They saw the heck out of woven, tree. It was woven into the energy of the scene and it was, it was flawless. I mean, these, a lot of these movies rely on, you know, uh, product placement just to subsidize costs and stuff like that that one that particular one uh even i was like oh man yeah <laughs> Paul, does it fix it completely if they play the godwink chime at the end of it so you go buy a card uh yeah i don't know that that one was because it was the front of the card the middle and the back i thought oh that as an actor you just go all right we're doing this okay. i like to think that if that were you you would end it with man that is one heck of a card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These Hallmark signature cards really do stand apart. 
<laughs> it's just, it was really. And something. you got this from Hallmark.com. Wow! Wow! Crazy! So cool. Those are, yeah, they're tough. Those are tough. But you got to do it. It's part of the game. You have to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it was just a little egregious for me. Uh, uh, finally, at, at one point, uh, the dad uh, talking about his boys and their allowances. He says uh, they do chores around the home. He goes and they do volunteer work to get their allowance. No, he didn't say that. He 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 said they get an allowance, and then he says they do volunteer work and they do they work for neighbors for spending money for spending money. money. Yeah, so they do they do they get an allowance. They do volunteer work. They work for their neighbors for spending money. They he never says volunteer for money. Are you sure? I I don't know. I'm not sure because I want to know how they're in Idaho for four days and already have done work for the neighbors. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That's important for me. How is that possible? I felt like it was the Hawaiian neighbors and they just brought that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was more concerned just the way he said it that they were doing volunteer work for spending money, and at which point I would argue and I would simply suggest that volunteer work is no longer volunteer work if you are getting some money for it in compensation. (laughs) Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll write that down. Sure. I'll keep. I'll, I'll make a mental note of that because I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> uh, Paul, anyway, what's for you? Yeah, I had a few. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, I'll say this: the 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 little meet cute. Yeah. Was the first time that uh, Margie and Pat meet each other, I think it was really well done in this one. And when for me, the movie lived or died on their chemistry. I thought they had really good chemistry together, and they played it really sweet. But <laughs> there's a moment when uh, when he says, oh, give me your phone number. And uh, he hands over his phone and uh, so she can input her information. And she looks at it and there's a picture on the screen of his boys. And she kind of she looks at the picture and then she, it kind of gives her a moment of like, oh, these are your cute boys. And then she starts entering. Uh, she, and then it cuts to her just going, she hands the phone back. There's my number. Um. A, either that was the lock screen and it was just a picture of his boys or B, he handed her the phone with a picture of his boys up on the screen and she just started typing her number into that the picture. screen. Did she get, did she know, how did she get past the lock screen? And, and here's, here's what I think might have. Sometimes, like I said, we cut 30 minutes out of our own movie, Christmas by Starlight. I want to believe there was a moment where she looked at the picture and she's like, oh, can you just, you have to, get it past the thing and then he goes oh, of course takes the picture of the boys off and then she inputs the info because i don't know any technology where you just start typing your number into a photo of two boys and, and then hand it back true uh but there was no moment there that, that i was like i think we need to revisit how tech works here <laughs> uh that was one. Second time second thing was uh they were they're decorating the tree and she pulls out uh the decoration and it's one of the it's like a little uh a Christmas gift ornament. And she goes, Oh, you, you kept my ornaments or something. You kept my decorations. And he goes, well, you, yeah, I kept all the ornaments that matched your, your bracelet. You can't throw away fate. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had that written down, Paul. You can't throw you can't away fate. Throw away fate. You can't do anything to fate. Um, <laughs> it's always bothered me. The phrase don't tempt fate. You can't tempt fate. No, no. By its very nature, fate cannot be tempted. It is what it is. Don't tempt me. I'm going to happen regardless. <laughs> and the throwaway fate, I was like, I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> no, you can't. You're right. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. Uh, and then I had one other great moment when in the coffee shop, when Pat runs into his buddy, Patrick, uh, his buddy that has like the adventure company. And he goes, uh, oh, what's his name? I think I wrote his name down here. Um, 
Oh, he goes, are you whatever his last name was? He goes, Oh, are you, are you Patrick so-and-so? And his response is, am I in trouble? Uh, what is that guy hiding? I want to know why his go-to is, am I in trouble? You assume that if somebody knows your name, you're in trouble for something. I feel like that dude has a shady past or he's hiding some stuff and he is super guilty. And that's the spinoff. That's what I, yeah. that's the movie I want to see is what's Patrick been up to? 100%. Mm-hmm. Pat yeah. Shepard, I think, was his name? Yeah, Pat Shepard. Right. Yeah, Pat Shepard. Patrick Shepard. Am I in Doing, trouble? What are that? Doing shady stuff. Do you know? Devil <laughs> uh, depends on what you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you have a badge. Um, I have never seen two kids more upset about seeing a white Christmas yeah, than these yeah, kids. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I understand they're bummed about leaving Hawaii. Who wouldn't be? But it's a white Christmas. Like, come on. Like, you got to be a little bit excited about it. But, but it, they're just like... Uh, Hawaii to Idaho. Yeah, no, I get I it. Mean, to I Idaho. get it. But I just feel like if I spent my entire life in Hawaii and I had been hearing every Christmas, I'm dreaming of Hawaii, at some point I'm going to be like, oh, I can't wait to like... I, I, I can't wait. I love a white Christmas. Yeah, if they had never seen snow before, that's a different story. Yeah. Do you think yeah. they never... They I don't know. Great. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, there was uh, vegetables being sold at the Christmas tree lot, oh. and I just don't know why. <laughs> like, I don't know I, if we just missed something. Like, it's uh, you know, it's an all-encompassing lot. I don't know. It's it, just Christmas trees just, and veggies. <laughs> those are the two things you can buy. The two most important things yeah. this time of year. Um, the mom who shows up from San Francisco for a scene or two oh my talks about her new guy and says, we're going to take it slow, but I think he's the one. <laughs> so that, I don't. There's a lot going on there. I feel like you should just decide. Um, this Pat Pat continues to say this thing during the movie where he's like, "I just always wonder what would happen if I didn't move to Hawaii." And Pat, I'm here to tell you what would happen. You wouldn't have your kids, Pat. Right. You wouldn't right. have your kids. That's right. You love your kids in this whole movie. You're like, man, I wonder. I wonder what would have happened. Yeah. And also, ha- Brooke Dior said, I wonder what happened if I had moved to Hawaii. He wouldn't have his kids. Yeah. Like, you cannot, as soon as you have children, you can no longer play. You say, you know what? That game. That was worth it. You lose it. You can't publicly right. play that game. You can't do it. Oh, man. It's over. Or the game, the game just becomes... I wonder what if I didn't have kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Paul is taking the next step for us, which is now we're in dangerous territory. I just I just want him to come out and say that that's what he's wondering. Yeah. I wonder if I didn't have all these responsibilities. That's years of therapy for those yeah, poor kids. Yeah. Um, and then um, at the very end, we get this... Uh, this uh, the real true story, kind of. We see the people in the pictures. And on one of the pictures... You know what happens sometimes with these God wings is you get a little chime and then you see a little sparkle. And we heard a chime and a sparkle on on that specific earring. Yeah. And I didn't like that earring wasn't one of the charms. I don't know. I was very confused as to why they just they felt like the need to do one more chime and sparkle. A sparkle, baby, sparkle. Um, so I was just confused but when it happened. In that in that uh, scene, or that picture at the end, it's clear that the husband that they didn't have two sons. Like he didn't have two sons. One there was a son and a daughter, wasn't there? Or two. Yeah, daughters? I don't. I, we got questions. There were so there, many yeah. questions about yeah. the actual. I yeah. actually am more curious about the actual story than, than yeah, this movie for sure. Um, let's talk again about the meet cute, shall? Uh, he's driving his dad's old Ford Fairlane classic car. She's driving her sensible sedan, whatever it is. And he's driving and he sees her little earring in the car 
and she is behind him. Like I want to. Like, <laughs> she, she's by. You know. You already know where I'm going. She's I know behind where you're going. him. He sees the rearview mirror. Is that you? Is that you, Pat? That's you, Beaumont. And they both pull over and parallel park. They get out and talk, and then we pan back, and their cars are facing each other. <laughs> how what what happened what i wrote what? it down i wrote it down <laughs> you just didn't have the heart to say it is that pretty much it? i think she spun out i think she did a full tail whip yeah. and spun out she right heard into us the doing, stop. Yeah, she heard us doing fast and furious puns and she was like i got you tokyo uh, drift right here <laughs> your boise drift let's go uh and i didn't understand that can we talk a little bit about math uh here uh, this movie, I think, thinks math is some foreign concept that is also completely necessary for all parts of life. He basically, they're talking, and she says, I don't know how you went to run a business when I had to help you with Algebra 1, Algebra 2, Geometry, and Trigonometry. If you need those things to run a small business, we're all in big trouble. I run a small business. I could not tell you the cosecant of the delta of theta. I can't do it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, we're in big trouble here if that's what it takes. And then we go back to that math well one more time to dig up some more gold. He says, what are the odds that we gave each other the same gift six years in a row? She says that. And he says, well, I was never good at math. It doesn't matter how good at math you are. That is an impossible math equation. Impossible. Unless we know number of gifts in the store or in the world, there's no way to determine that probability. It's literally impossible. It doesn't matter if you're good at math or not, Pat. That is neither here nor you there. You say that, but Panda do, has done it. You Panda, what math. is it? Yeah. Five. Five. Mm. Oh, good. Uh, good. Plus minus two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got five plus minus plus two. minus two. Plus Interesting. Two. So the odd they give each other the same gift six years in a row is five, five plus, plus minus, minus two. two. So it could be six or seven. I think you were doing a poll. Does, does Panda run his own small business at he all? Does. Because I'm feeling. <laughs> he actually does. I do. I, I do. Yeah. Very, um, very but not, not well. Not well. No, all of, all of our businesses are tanking. And I want to be clear about very that. Small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very small. I just want to say I would give all of us a five plus minus two chance. That's right. I run a triangle business yeah. and I never learned trigonometry. It's yeah, a real problem. Right. Interesting. Uh, so we took a lot of uh, crap here. I think it may have been the second God Week movie that takes place in Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. Not Minneapolis. We said Minneapolis. Doesn't matter. It is one of this. All kinds of mail. Well, in this movie, Brooke Diorsay says, <laughs> says Indianapolis. <laughs> Indianapolis. I looked it up. I was like, is that another place? I actually looked. I was like, I thought it was Indianapolis. It is, in fact. I looked it up, yeah. Yeah, in Indianapolis. Uh, and then uh, oh, Pat, is, Pat uh, Sam is explaining to Brooke in this movie how he ran an adventure company and all the dangerous things he did. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's so scary. And then he says, don't even ask where we ziplined. And, and she says, please don't say over a volcano. And then he says, well, it was dormant. Like, if it's that obvious that they're ziplining over a volcano, then you don't need to beg the question. Like, I don't understand how she could jump ahead to volcano that quickly. It did not make any sense at all. Um, can we talk about the ex-wife briefly, who shows up in Boise to visit her, her ex-mother-in-law and the kids, uh, and then does one scene with them, and then Sam and the kids go off somewhere with Brooke, for like 30 minutes until Christmas day until Christmas day. What is the ex-wife doing in town? What's like, she's not with her kids. What is she doing? She's taking it slow with that guy. That's the one. Yeah, apparently. 
absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, we also learned something and this is, I, I guarantee you this tricked everyone in this movie, including the screenwriter, to be fair. They say that I'm taking a job. So I'm take this job in Seattle. It's closer to the boy's mom. Did you know Seattle is not closer to San Francisco than Boise, Idaho? And not only that, it's not even close. I would have said Seattle is closer. Like we I personally would have, would have yeah, said. I think it. we all would. Have. Boise, Idaho is like a nine and a half hour drive from San Francisco. That's it. Okay. Uh, Seattle's twelve and a half. Oof. It's a twelve. It's he's actually moving further away. <laughs> from his ex-wife and the kid's mother. That is what's happening in this movie. And he uses the, they'll be closer to mom as an actual excuse. Twice. Well, I, I think, I, listen, it's going to fool her too. She's going to be on that drive and be like, it seems longer, but surely it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Three and a half hours I'm later, just going like, up. it's definitely longer. It's, no, yeah. um, can't be. This also, the, the company that Brooke Diorsay works for is an HR nightmare. Like, it's just a night, like, she's dating this guy, and they bring him in to work, like, partner with her. And either they know that she's dating him, and they put them together anyway, which is a nightmare, or they don't know that they're dating, and because they've not revealed it, which is worse. Um, and, and neither of them are getting promotions. Yeah, and I, I just, it, it just was like, you would never do any of these things under any circumstances at all. Um, and then it Love's is- Love's tricky, Dan. It is tricky. Uh, no one, and this does happen a bunch. So at this point, I'm piling on. Nobody has social media. Like the fact that we don't know anything about anybody in this movie. She's never seen a picture of this guy's kids. is just absurd to me. Like it's just, they I'm sure seen when the story happened, I mean, they, no it's, 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 it's a tricky, for tricky this pickle. Movie, it happens in present day. It's a tricky pickle. For yeah. Sure. They're driving brand new cars. Mm. Into the Ford no, look, they, they show the couple at the end and they're clearly like in their sixties yeah. or seventies. And then these, the, you know, it's 30 years ago. Come on now. Okay. It, it, but the movie didn't take place in 1990 that we watched. I don't know. You're watching it. Definitely. Okay, my bad. <laughs> it definitely does. Okay. You do it? All good? Sure, sure, uh, It's sure. time for What the Hallmarks part of the show where we ask any questions that we still have, didn't feel like we got the answer, the resolution that we needed. Uh, Panda? One that I believe that there's a, a solid answer for, one that there's not. First of all, why did the son take his mom's angel tree topper? What, like, and, and do we ever have clarity on that? And then, like, why he ended up with her? her exact ornaments because she ends up saying, man, I never thought I would see it again. Well, why did you loan it? Yeah, out it didn't to your make son any to sense with? to me at all. None. That, I didn't understand it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it I, just, I thought I might miss something. Yeah. On that. Yeah. It was, seemed like it was very personal to her and she just had, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I see handing it down, you know, yeah, she said it's been in her family for forever. Maybe she was handing it down, but it just doesn't, it seemed like it would stay with her. Right. Until it, 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 until that was, she was well, it also it did feel like in that moment she the the way she delivered that line felt like she thought it had been lost right at sea or something in like uh, as opposed to just going well I know it's in Hawaii and I never thought I would see it back here yeah. I thought it, it to me it felt like right. she thought that it had been you know maybe he maybe gone. she didn't know that he had it. Maybe she didn't. Meet. So, which leads, which she, leads he to, just to walk why, out? Is he, why is one of the things when you leave home, like, okay, we've all left home. My first thought was not, I'm going to take my parents' Christmas tree topper. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not one of the first that things movie I said. needs there. its own Godwink movie, I think. <sighs> it's it's, the, it's the Legend of the Topper. Yeah. It's yeah. the Legend of the Topper. Uh, uh, yeah. Paul, any questions that you still have? Well, not a question so much as I feel like what we didn't get to see was, uh, uh, Margie's friend Carmen 
yeah. who yeah. she's she's pretty cheeky. She's kind of a cheeky little one. She feels like a bit of a party girl to me. <laughs> and I feel like she was just keeping the lid on that performance the whole time. <laughs> like she just wanted to bust loose. And then and also Pat's buddy Patrick seemed like he was kind of a bro, like oh, he yeah. was kind of a party guy. Oh, yeah. I wanted those two yeah. to meet each other and just and just connect immediately because those two were just like simmering pots, just waiting to blow well, them up. The they good never news got is their chance to shine. Both going to be in Seattle, correct? Because uh, Pat's from no, Seattle. She, the, the best friend who runs the the shop isn't going to Seattle. I, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the best. No, the, the, no, the, her, no, no, not no. the assistant. The, the, not the assistant. Who the best my bad. My bad. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Well, she should move yeah. to Seattle. Everyone's doing it. I wanted it. to see those two. I wanted to see their stories come yeah. together at the end. Yeah, I can see that um, for sure. Because that would have been trouble, and I'm in, I'm into that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I have two things that I want to know. I do want to know why jewelry keeps falling off her yes, body. Yes, yes, uh, yes. It happens a lot for her. Um, at one point, she says that she had an earring. Uh, her sec- her uh, assistant says one was in the coffee filter. The other was in the printer toner. And I just don't know how is this happening to this? If <laughs> this is a part earrings? of, if this is a part of her true story, I just, I need to know what is going like. Maybe her, she pierced someone get it went a little too large with the, the holes. I don't know uh, how it's happening, but they're just flopping on off. Um, and I also just want to know, like he knew before taking his family to Boise that he didn't get the job, right? Like there was a job in Boise that fell through. He knew when they landed. I mean, I'd love to see his finances in general, because if you sell a business by and large, I mean, you could sell a business and still be broke. They just, you get the feeling that he was successful, but also that he's broke. And and I just, I don't know what, what the deal is there because he just, (laughs) he sold this business and he left Hawaii, but he's moving in with his mom. I I don't. And he knew the job fell through, but he, they still decided to move to Boise. Yeah. Which the kids didn't want. I don't know. I'm very confused as to how it, obviously God, God was winking. God was winking hard. mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but I just need to know a little bit more. Uh, Dan. Yeah, I've got two. First, the custody agreement between uh, Sam and his ex-wife is just wild to me. She gets the boys all summer long, and then they stay with Sam the rest of the year. And it seems like this is a very amicable agreement that everyone's on board with. And I just, yeah. it, I, I don't know. I, I, like it's like he, you, you get them for three months, and he gets them for nine months. And she's okay with that. She gets the three months where they have summer vacation, so she gets to do all the fun stuff with him, and then he's got to deal with Maybe them. Maybe she's off for the summer, too. But, like, I, usually in custody agreements, it goes to the, the mom yes. unless something's wrong. It's clearly she she would get custody. So she, I, I just, I want to know that story yeah. because it, that's the weirdest agreement. They wrote that into the script so you wouldn't ask a question over why they're spending Christmas with dad instead of mom. But that begs more questions. Like, she only gets them three months a year and it's just during the summer? Like, yeah. That's wild. I, I, but also, if you live in Hawaii, why would you want to spend your summers in San Francisco? Yeah, come on. You know, it's like 100% <laughs> true. That's and, the time you want to be free in Hawaii. Yeah. You know, like, and the, oh, great. We can finally surf. Let's go to San Francisco. That's right. No, <laughs> that's right. No more. Sorry. Uh, school for you in Hawaii. Hawaii schools are the best. Uh, but my second one, I, I have to know about, and maybe someone here knows. Brandon, no. Maybe Paul or Panda can help me out. Uh, he uh, tells Brooke he's going to take the kids to get snowballs and ask if she wants to come. And he she makes some reference of snowball fight. And he's like, no, no, no. Not that kind of snowballs. And then the next scene you see, they're eating these bags of what look like donut holes. Uh, and they look delicious. D- does anyone know 
what a like what a snowball aren't, aren't is snowballs that powdered about. powdered donuts aren't they they're like um i feel like they sometimes they have like coconut on them and stuff just like the that. munchkins with with uh, but powder there's also i feel like there's a snowball where there's actually like coconut pieces on top of them and you can well, get that them. is a, a paste a thing that's sold in uh convenience stores the little big circles but these were like little donut holes well, maybe that's i don't know Paul, you got down. anything no, I thought it was. I thought they were talking about like snow cones or something like I did that. Too. And then I, I saw the donuts and I was like, I, I assumed that it was just a powdered donut, but I'd never heard of snowballs before. Yeah, the snowballs were there. There's a, a chain of uh, snow cone shops yeah. here in Greenville called Pelican, Pelican snowballs. snowballs. Yeah. And so, but I was like, it's too cold for a snow cone. And then I just, I wanted to know. I, yeah. I want to try it. I'm up That's for a fair. dessert. I'm here for it. Yeah, that's yep. all I got. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Hey. Congratulations. Uh, we're about to dive into uh, the double decker of the week where we celebrate uh, one of our subscribers' stories. Panda does a deep dive. Uh, before we do that, Paul, tell everybody your movie is premiering tonight. Uh, where and are you going to be like tweeting or something during it like all the cool kids do? Uh, Christmas by Starlight premieres at eight o'clock tonight on Hallmark Channel. I will be on Twitter. I'm in Canada, so of course it's not simulcast at the same time. So I don't, I can't follow the commercial breaks. But I'll be on Twitter, uh, poking away at people and shouting at people and taking questions. So yeah, come find me, V uh, Paul Campbell on Twitter. You're the Paul and, uh, Campbell. He's wow. a great Twitter uh, follow, guys. He yeah. just is. Uh, the the best Paul Campbell was already taken. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just settled for the Paul Campbell. <laughs> Paul Campbell. Yeah, I understand that completely. It's time for Double Decker of the Week. The person who has signed up for Bramble Jam Plus, BrambleJamPlus.com. Um, and Panda, you do the deep dive yeah, yeah. into their life. The stories are remarkable. Yeah. The stuff you're able to find from Google is just it's next really level. Cool. Wow. Uh, Dan, who do we have today? We have Matt Strahl. Yeah, Ooh. Matt Strahl. You know him, you love him. Yeah, Matt, Matt Strahl. Matt's a good dude and, and just a genius. Can I say this? He's a, a genius? Straight up genius Smart with dude. his newest endeavor, uh, launching a brand new company. It's called Space Jam. Okay. He's starting a business called no, Space, Space Jam. The name wasn't yep. taken. It was not. Wow. No, no, no. Okay. And it, it's great. Uh, he sells a variety of different jams hovering up in the air, right? In this, this space. I don't think. Not hovering. Now, there is an airplane. It's an airplane. Come out. We're not talking just like in front of you. They're way up hot. Like someone's flying a plane of jams. Yeah, a plane of jams. Dan. Why? Uh, because the jam tastes better up there. So you, okay, okay, can I buy it once it lands? You no, you go up in the plane to buy oh, it. It's great. It's a trip. It's too. an adventure so I can't situation. Say the plane is just on the tarmac. I can't walk in. View, get, get my t take of all the jams, buy one and leave. I have to actually take flight. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's an experience. And I want to be clear. The the being on the airplane and being on the ground is the same space. So what does space have it to do? It goes high. It goes higher. It goes higher. That's is, it an, is it anti-gravity? But what is... Are you at... It, it, things taste different up there. I'm just telling in you. In space? Things. You're not... Are you in outer space? No, no, no. Don't be okay. ridiculous. Okay, so okay, it, wouldn't it be absurd. air jam? Wouldn't it be it's, air jam? It's up, it's, it's up in the atmosphere. Don't get me... It's a high up in fly. The, it's up in this space. Now, we're working. We've talked with Elon. We're taking it, this to the next level. A, we're not there yet. Now, I hate to ask this, but did you talk to Elon Musk or just some rando named Elon? I can't confirm it was Musk himself. Okay. He called himself yeah. Elon. He say like rockets. It seemed like it seemed legit. similar. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, Paul, I imagine you have questions about this or no? <laughs> Are you just good? I have questions that I really don't want the answers to. No. Uh, 
I can't figure out what's happening here. No. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I'm not sure that I really care. <laughs> no, and you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. And because you really, shouldn't. We don't either. That's the thing. <laughs> we don't either. Yeah. Uh, Matt, thank you for subscribing to Bravel Jam Plus. You can do it too, BravelJamPlus.com. All the shows completely ad-free in one central feed. Uh, and you can be like Matt. Um, and apparently, when you subscribe, you also immediately become an entrepreneur. Oh, and so I'm thankful for that. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Paul, thank you so much. We're excited to check out your movie tonight. It's the perfect way to end Thanksgiving. Some people might think it's with football, and I say no, no, no. No, no, no. Christmas Hallmark Channel, Christmas by Starlight is the place it's going to be. It. May we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas! Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com and to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.